0: Welcome back to the most special episode of Men of the Machine in the past 30 years. And yes, I've only been, this has only been happening for a year and a half, but just shut up, because that means, that means, that, what that means to me is the next 27 or 28 and a half years are going to be shit. And that's not what I'm implying, but the past 30 years, because finally, we've got the dynamic duo, the unstoppable force meets the immovable object of myself. And it, I'll just let you go with it. Finally, The <laughs> Rock has come yeah, back. Yeah. Yeah. The- I, I really wanted to do, and maybe I still will. Um, I was at work one day, and when you texted me, like, hey, you want to record on that day, like out loud at my desk, I went, Pat, 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 Pat patrick's back patrick's back and i was like do you think i have the skill to download the instrumental and put my own voice over that where it doesn't sound shitty and i came up with no i probably fair enough yeah i probably don't have the skill it's still worth trying though yeah i was gonna do it and i bailed and i i regret now i regret but you know what i still have time i can steal that audio of my voice right there because i'm recording our voices separately i can i can just cut that little section and maybe i sang it close enough to the right timing
1: (laughs) i mean we we all have dreams we we all have dreams
0: i guess i could if my timing's off really bad i could just take one pat and just copy it (laughs) and just like time it myself uh not the point that's that just was for my own personal amusement. Um, what we're going to talk about today is the most important movie of all... Okay, the most important comic book movie... The most important, influential Marvel movie of all time.
1: Okay. I mean, I'll go with that, I guess. I mean, we, we, we actually haven't seen four yet. That might be more influential that, well, and important, actually, but...
0: So, it will... It's going to be awesome. If this was any indication of what, because they've already filmed most of it and all that good stuff. Uh, I think like reshoots is all that's left to do. Uh, if this is any indication of what's to come, yeah, sold. All in. That movie's going to be incredible. But the point that I would say, and I'm sure I, I, I specifically did not listen to your guys' Infinity War episode just to make sure that for this one, I didn't hear you say the same thing twice to me. And I'd be, because I don't want to cut you off. I want you to tell me exactly what I want to hear. So. What I'm getting at with how important it is, it was not my favorite Marvel movie by any means. No, story. it's not my favorite movie. It, you know, yeah.
1: it was, it, my favorite, it's my favorite Avengers movie.
0: Yes, that's fair. But it left me... So I have two things. One, it left me in awe like Winter Soldier did the first time I saw it. Winter Soldier is my favorite, but it gave me that... Me too. All other Marvel movies, you leave it going, yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. Like, oh shit, I saw Doctor Strange do this thing, and did you see Ant-Man shrinking and growing? Like, that's all normal. This one left me with, like, the whole, like, wait. What did they just do? And the fact that it works so... Okay, we'll get to that. And two, the reason why I don't think Avengers Infinity War Part 2 will be as big a deal as this is because that is a continuation of this story, where this is... Well, kind of. This is, in your face, the last ten years, this is what we've been building to. And there's going to be more down the road.
1: But, but, but... uh, My whole thing is... um, What I basically... Because like I said, like what I was saying to Kevin... I also had to Luke Vanskoy and Max Vanskoy and they both kind of like backed me. I mean, tell people what worked too. Um, with the ending where everybody is like disappearing. Oh,
0: uh-huh, that was great. I,
1: my my thought was I was just like, okay, so they haven't revealed the title of the second one yet. So this is Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. What if the next one is Avengers Secret War? And it turns out that basically we're taking the original Secret War comic and Jonathan Hickman's Secret War comic and mashing them together like we did with Infinity Gauntlet, where basically it was like. Infinity War was basically they took the Infinity Gauntlet storyline from back in the day. They took Jonathan Hickman's Infinity storyline and they smashed them together. What if it's the same fucking thing and, like, we get that – and, like, what if that's, like, because like, that would be upping the ante even further. Like, that would be that would be fucking amazing. Now, I'm not saying they will do that. I yeah. think they're funny. I was talking about that with, like, somebody at work where I was basically talking about my uh, secret war theory. Hmm. And, like, they were like, oh, God, spoilers. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> it's, just, it's fucking speculation. Yeah. It's kind of spoiler. I, I have,
0: like, three other speculations we're going to talk about throughout the episode. So that's totally okay. But, yeah, that would be I, – I don't know how – Actually,
1: and Kevin taught me uh-huh. because when I mentioned that to Kevin – uh, he had an idea that I thought was really cool because my whole thing is I don't think Loki's really dead. And okay. he was just like, what if it's Loki in the Doom role of the Jonathan Hickman Secret War? So oh, so I haven't Loki read Secret himself, War. Oh, you should. It's awesome. Okay, okay. But basically, the, the basic concept, concept of it is that basically, um, basically Earths have been slamming together and destroying themselves. And uh, the Illuminati, which is uh, Black Bolt, um, Namor, um, Mr. Fantastic... Um Professor X. Iron Man, Professor X. Actually, I think Beast replaced Professor X when Professor X died. Um but they uh but basically been trying to um basically figure out a way to basically stop it so that whatever. And basically the final two Earths to slam together are the ultimate earth and our earth. Mm-hmm. And um in the process when it happens, um nobody knew until the end. Um but Doom made himself god and basically rewrote everything in the image that he thought it should be in. Okay. And so basically if you take that idea and then like you, like literally as soon as Kevin was just like, what if it's Loki in the doom rule? I'm like, fuck it. You sold me. And like, I was just like, I was already sold on my idea. You made my idea better. So like, I was just like, cause I didn't get there, but you got there and I'm proud of you. Like, it's like, I want to see that film. Oh,
0: so I'm okay. So now, now I'm confused. Okay. So <laughs> walk me through this okay. in this scenario, because there's clear they hasn't shown two earths. What would be the well?
1: Because I've been saying for like a hot minute that like, well, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be two words. I'm just saying it's like if some if somehow like when Loki when he had the space stone somehow found a way to create Battle World, like you don't okay. necessarily have to do the exact same stuff. I'm just saying, but basically you just make him that role where basically he's made himself god. That's okay. all I'm saying. But, so um...
0: that would be sweet. But then what about the? This is more just. In... So Doctor Strange saw 14 million X amount and 5 uh possibilities and this is the one you're kind of led to believe is the one that'll work ish. He's like it was the only What is it? he says it was the only way or it's it's how it had to be. Um something it's, like well,
1: yeah. Well, the thing that's the one thing that kind of originally drove me nuts and I told Kevin I was just like and actually Kevin turned me around because my whole thing was I was just like I don't believe that after two movies now of him basically like Knowing how important the Eye of Magamoto slash uh, Time Stone, which drives me fucking insane, but whatever, yeah. um, important it is, and basically talking about how he would he's protecting him with his life, like he just gives it up. I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And then Kevin's like, and he was not wrong. Where he was just like, he realized that Thanos is going to get it regardless. Mm-hmm. So basically, the best chance of saving face was to just give it to him, mm-hmm. and basically that way, instead of just having Thanos kill them all and take it from him. At least they get something out of the deal. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus somebody had pointed out recently, you just pointed out again, that like he had seen all these different possibilities and only one was successful and he's probably going down that path.
0: I'm so like, like, if he was, he's so dead set on protecting that with his life, right? All or nothing. This, I will die before this leaves my hand. What if that was 14 million of him going, no, 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 no. And the one that turned it up, you know, that would be pretty incredible. Uh, I don't feel like diving into the whole plot, so let's just keep talking like this. So a couple okay. other uh, theories I had. So the, the ending, they die. Half, the, half of all of creation disappears. Thanos gets yes. the snap.
1: Yes, everybody said died, and I'm like, I honestly, I, I think they're going to Battleworld, but we'll, we'll see.
0: So Battle World would be dope. Um, I said cease to exist, so it, same thing. They didn't necessarily die, but, and I also didn't get, everyone was like, that was the saddest thing ever. People were crying and stuff. I'm like, they didn't, like, get their heads chopped off or anything. They just kind of no, disappeared. No, the only,
1: the only one that bothered me in the theater was um, Peter Parker. Even though I knew he was, like, they had a five-movie arc for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And apparently this was all Tom Holland. That whole thing was Tom Holland's improv. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I like, when I watched that and just, like, I don't want to go with Mr. Stark. I'm like, oh, God, my little
0: <laughs> baby. Oh, <laughs> so, God, the little baby. So the, Mr. Thing Mr. That I, little baby. the thing that I heard about that was, and, and this may just, like you said, that was all improv. Uh, things online, reviews and stuff, were trying to play it up like his spider sense told him that was happening. So he was, everyone else is just kind of looking around and all of a sudden disappearing, like, what the fuck? He got the chance to feel it in advance, and whether or not that was written in at all, that, the fact that that could be implied is pretty fucking cool. No, yeah, and the other one that was
1: heartbreaking, but it's after the fact, because GM's gun revealed it on Twitter, and he's an (laughs) an asshole, (laughs) Um, was they, was like somebody asked him what Groot's last I am Groot is before he disappears uh. and it was him just saying to Rocket it was him, him just simply saying dad and then like he disappears oh, and I was God. like
0: oh, geez, oh, oh, this, oh, this That's shit. so. although g- he did do a fu- that's actually super emotional for two reasons because one he talked about when Groot died at the end of Guardians 1 everyone's like so Groot's back this that and this he had like a simple tweet that's like Groot's not back and then in an interview he explained no Groot died this is yeah. Groot's child like yeah, it's, yeah. yeah and so this kid literally this was a, a kid this was a child so yep. oh that's so sad it really is. Oh, that's so deep um not the, the thing point that kevin
1: noticed that i didn't um was if you notice none of the ones that vanished were the original avengers yep
0: yep the first <laughs> the, the first six or whatever from yep. five because all guys all
1: Avengers. There. Yeah, you don't see Hawkeye, but he'd be, I presume he's still there. I yeah. presume he's still around. Because presumably like the plan is to basically have the last one, at the very least, have like the, basically the big moment of those guys.
0: Yeah. So we were talking at work about how they're going to, if whatever, but if they go to Battle World, that kind of explains it a different way. You just pull them out of it and shove them into, or like you're saying, merge the two and Loki's God, which would be ballin'. But... but in fairness, also, the thing I was going to say before, like the Earth thing, is I've been saying for a while, and actually Kevin...
1: I don't know if you ever listening to like his pitch fest. It was the second pitch fest we did, mm-hmm. um, where he did uh the fantastic four coming to the Marvel universe. Yep. Yep. Um see, I always really like that idea because that way you don't necessarily have to like explain where the fuck they've been. Is mm-hmm. it's basically they didn't exist in this universe. Basically, they they're jumping over to the Marvel universe from a different universe where like they did exist, but they haven't popped up here yet. So it makes yeah. perfect sense. Same thing with X-Men. Where I was just like that was my whole thing. It's like instead of just being like, "Oh my God, there's all these mutants now. How fucking (laughs) did this happen?" Millions
0: of mutants. Wow.
1: Um, It's easier to be like, "Oh yeah, there they they came from." earth blah blah like it's just like somehow something happened yeah like rather than having to like i know they're gonna rewrite their own continuity but and that's fine Mm -hmm. but it's like don't just fucking like pretend like oh no they disappeared look at them all here they just oh my god mutants have popped up overnight like fucking do you know we've
0: been here the whole time we get no respect at all you believe that (laughs) uh that would be cool but anyways so there's a lot of ways you can do it that's one that would be great other one someone was talking about was if Gamora is in the Soul Stone because he had yeah. to sacrifice her, and she uh, threw them all in. she she either pulled them all in, or they were saying she will be used to weaken his resolve so that he he can lose. She'll be used yeah. like speak because he has the power of everything. She'll be talking to him through the stone. Like at the end of it, after he kills them all, and he's and he's dead, but he's not dead. Um, and he's talking to her. That's the Soul Stone they were saying. Well, they think okay. it is. Um, so in the next movie, he'll still be struggling with his decision he made because this movie made him the protagonist
1: oh no the thing that i thought was really really amusing was like in i think i can't remember if i mentioned to in our group chat or the episode or whatever but i was just like in the fucking comics like thanos is literally obsessed with death like as like yeah. an actual like being yep so like the Get end of um the the end of thanos imperative but because I, I just reread the entire well a lot of it was the first time but I just read the entire uh, Cosmic Marvel, the DNA run uh-huh. of like Guardians and Nova and all their events. Uh-huh. And the last thing is the Thanos imperative. And it like, literally ends with him basically just screaming at death being like, what do I have to do? Like, it's like whatever. And then like um, Quill and Nova are just like, oh god what's happening? <laughs> like, And I was like that's the one thing that kind of bothers me about like this is that like when he's a fucking crazy person yelling at the 17th version of death, which may or may not be there. Yeah. It's one thing. But when he actually his plan makes perfect sense, <laughs> I have problems. It's a little <laughs> like, more
0: terrifying. Yeah, because I was just like, because I told Kevin, I'm like, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like, you no, know, so like... so he's not the good guy, but he's you're watching his story. You're not watching the Avengers. You're watching thanos and his uh triumphant uh plan succeeding and all that good stuff and that's incredible and that's cool but back to what i was saying sorry sorry i got distracted like six times so the one theory is gamora is in the soul stone he's one he's nice and peaceful she convinces him he's an idiot the the avengers that are still alive find him big fight and they win get the gauntlet bring everyone back that's a pretty generic one the other one that i really really uh would like to see is nebula getting the gauntlet like what happened in the book and that was awesome and the last one and this isn't really much a theory as how i want it to end so the end of the uh comic has adam warlock accepting the role of god of all everything ever and just saying the best way to protect this or to you know defend this is to have it and make sure that no one's stupid which makes sense I want Tony Stark to take on that role since he's done with the MCU forever. You don't have to kill him, which will be incredible. You're definitely killing Cap.
1: Yeah. I, so when, as soon as they had that whole thing where they they teased killing Tony, uh-huh. I was like, I don't think they're gonna kill him now. Yeah. Because I was just like, as soon as they did that, I was like, you can't tease that and then do it again. I was like, the fact that they did it, I think they're it was like it's basically like when Vince like WrestleMania this year where everybody fucking knew that Roman Reigns was going to beat Brock Lesnar. And Vince is like, you know what? Fuck you guys. And so it's like, so you had Brock sign a short-term deal so he could hold on that belt and shock the fucking shit out of everybody. Yeah. I think that was the Everybody thought that Tony was going down. So he's just like, so Kevin Feige's like, alright, fine, fuck you guys. Let's, <laughs> yeah. like, so I don't think they're going to kill off Tony. So I, how I, great I,
0: would it be if he became the warlock figure? Like, if he was just like, you know, the only way to protect this, everyone's talking and you know, maybe Doctor Strange is like, "Give me that time stone. I'm taking my job back." And whatever, if he was just like, the only way to guarantee that no one uses this is to keep it, and he just, well, and he just becomes that.
1: There was a thing in the Illuminati where they each had an Infinity uh, gem. Mm-hmm. Like they, like uh, Xavier had the Mind Stone. Um, like it was, they all had their own. They all had a gem. Mm-hmm. Basically, the whole point being that as long as each of them had it in a safe and secure location, then obviously nobody else could like. Assemble the Infinity goal ever again. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. So, like they also might go that route. I don't know for sure. But, like, I feel like once you've made the goddamn Eye of Agamotto an Infinity Stone, if you don't fucking give it back to fucking Dr. <laughs> yeah, Strange, you don't give him so his so pissed. But, <laughs>
0: Doctor Strange, do, isn't uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's deal movie-to-movie?
1: I think he... I mean, I I don't think Kevin Feige signs any deals like that. (laughs) Like, Kevin Feige, everything is just, like... The minimum's three, right? Yeah, exactly. I was just saying, it's usually between three and five now. It used to be, like, nine. Yeah. And now it's, like, Like between three and five. Yeah. But, like, honestly, I think that, like... I'm guessing... I've been saying this for a while. The plan at the end of Avengers 4 is basically to have, like, a whole new Avengers team. But I think, like, Doctor Strange will be one of those, like, main core figures in, like, the future. Um, I could,
0: I could, see, and and the nice thing about Doctor Strange is Benedict Cumberbatch get as old you want, you're just gonna look better. You're just gonna look <laughs> more wisdom-y, and it's gonna be phenomenal. Which is why my second ending for Tony Stark is also equally uh, appreciated if it happens. Make him the new Nick Fury. Oh well, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Like, yeah, was there's, looking, there's him and I have had that. Yeah, he can step down and become just a cameo machine and keep making his big bucks without having to pay him a full full thing, but yeah. just have him slide in his Nick Fury, and do that for the next 15 years, and it'll be just gravy. Yeah. Which... I've mean, like, Yeah, I've been saying that for a while.
1: Like, I, the thing I had said like to Kevin before was I was like, I feel like if you're going to do it, you're going to kill Cap because Keir Simon's already made it very clear that he's getting off this train.
0: Yeah. Isn't him, like, and, him and Hulk are the only two that are like guaranteed done? And Robert no. Jr. Ruffalo is
1: actually still has a couple
0: movies I, left. I so. thought they... He, uh, he, uh, may, okay, obviously social media is bullshit, but he tweeted out a, like, goodbye Hulk thing, and everyone was like, oh no! As far as I know, he has at least one left. I could be wrong, okay. but
1: um, his cameos don't count, and he's only done um, the three Avengers movies and Ragnarok.
0: Yeah, that's true. So so okay. presumably he has
1: a five movie deal, so... Yeah. um, But no, like my guess was I was like, they're definitely gonna kill Cap because Chris Evans wants off this ride. Yep. Um, but I was like, what if you make... Originally I said, what if you make Thor the new Odin? And then you wiped out all of Asgard. And I'm like, okay, so he's probably going to be that. And then like, I actually, I had said um, briefly, I was like, what if you kill off Star-Lord and make him the new leader of the Guardians? And okay, like, okay. everyone just like, because I, I told like, I'm just like, that honestly makes perfect sense because you're already kind of pushing the Thor franchise in that kind of direction anyway.
0: And he and was like, phenomenal on screen with them.
1: Exactly. So I was like, well, this is even before I saw that. Oh, this okay. was like this was just like this is before the movie even we were, so even saw the movie. Um, I was like I pointed that out the idea and she was just like, This hurts my heart so much. And I was like, it's just a fucking speculation. I don't know if it's yeah, right. yeah. like it's like, like but no, but it makes sense. And I was just like, exactly. And also and like, Peter, What if Robert Downey Jr. becomes a new uh Tony Stark? That was my other
0: Yeah. Oh oh yeah sorry, Nick Fury, you mean. Oh yeah, um, that's what I mean. It would I I am honest, the most so so everybody's they're gonna start phasing into a new version of the avengers that happens it has to with live action stuff like this you can't just keep rewriting the same thing. so as that keeps fading out honestly peter quill is the one that i'm cool with leaving like not I mean, not saying he's bad obviously he's amazing yeah. but i'm just like everyone else falcons whatever like all these people are kind of just set you're the only one that i'm like okay your appeal as an actor outside of these marvel movies is what i see when i watch it versus everyone else i see their marvel characters does that make sense
1: i guess but i feel like i don't know i'm i maybe it's just me but like the only thing i can think of where i really liked uh chris pratt where he wasn't star lord was Jurassic world so like, I,
0: I haven't seen yet but i i know it's a it's a b- banger of a film
1: <laughs> uh but yeah that's the only one i can think of where i was, like, like i never saw the one with jennifer lawrence because i don't really care uh passengers um yeah uh and i don't i'm I, I like parks and rec but he was never my favorite part of it yeah um so it's like the only thing where i'm just like or i really really like him is because even like i mean even, um james good had said like when they first uh were casting star lord and he would on to audition they were like he was just like, Fuck, no. <laughs> And then and then like he actually came in and the, was like I guess he said like within thirty seconds he knew he was the guy. Yeah. And then it was just like, okay, so we want you to be Star Lord. Can you be less fat? And he's like, Yes, I can. <laughs> and so he got in shape. But he's just like, honestly, if I if he didn't get in shape, I would have just CGI to six back onto him. Because he just like he was that fucking perfect that I couldn't not. Did you use see
0: him. did you see the interview where uh, Chris Pratt is explaining why he was so fat? i mean so he's always been a bigger guy he's always been not (laughs) not fat but you know a a husky gentleman uh full-bodied as they might say uh but on parks and rec uh his first long-term full-time job you know how when they're eating food they have spit buckets he refused to use it so that he would go like seven or eight takes in eating his seventh or eighth hamburger because he wouldn't throw it out. He's like, no, why would I do that? Just let me eat the burger. This is I'm not going to bite this spit out and throw the burger away. That's wasteful. And he gained f- from season one to like season five of, par- of Parks and Rec. He just gets a little bit chunkier and chunkier each time. And then season six, he's all of a sudden incredibly thin and they refuse to show it. Like they have him wearing baggy t-shirts. There's a scene where he goes streaking and they won't show him. Like they've showed him in underwear multiple times in the series they, he he goes. He's running down the street naked or something like that, and it's all just implied. And when he gets back inside, he's just wearing a big T shirt that's covering him entirely. And you can see this was the first Guardians when he got super cut because the second one he just yeah. he was bulkier. Um, you could see like his calves and thighs just like all muscly, but they wouldn't. They they were like no no no. no. Uh, Andy's more appealing as a everyman sort of chunky guy. Fair enough. Just, I mean, I, I would know. have loved to have seen Andy with a six pack. That could have been a funny dynamic with uh, April and him.
1: But, but in fairness, though, I will say, over the course of Guardians two and uh, Avengers three, he showed me way more as an actor than I ever thought he had in him. Yeah, <laughs> like because there's a taste of it at the end of uh, Guardians two, like with the Yondu scene. Because
0: Guardian one like, is all yucks, basically. Yeah, exactly. top to bottom. Um,
1: but yeah, like Guardians two, the end, like with the Yondu thing, like he really showed he showed me a lot. And then like, um in Avengers 3, like, it really kind of shows, like, both sides. So, like, the beginning of it is basically, like, the whole sequence where, like, it, it, we're just like, he's so, he's so handsome. It's like, it's like, <laughs> and muscular. And yeah, love, whatever.
0: And it's, just like, going over and Thor's he, body. Drax is perfect for that scene because he... God, uh, Drax is still my favorite guardian. I don't care what anyone says. It's so good. Um, but, yeah, like, but you also have stuff, like, the whole thing with, like, Gamora. Well, the Gamora. The, the one thing about this movie
1: that I, that I did think was inter- that was interesting... It's like, I feel like, again, this was only me. Because the only person I know that actually felt this way was me. So I generally think it was me. But I was just like, they literally have established how Infinity Gems, Infinity Stones, whatever, work. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, try to, like, make you forget. Which I guess works for most people. But I was just like, with the whole ending where, because there's two big scenes where it's like one of them where it's like... um, the first one I think of is like where there's a the whole thing between Vision and Scarlet Witch, yeah. which is like, I can't do it! I love you so much. Yeah, ah! yeah. <laughs> I was like, I literally was saying, like I said to like I was said it, I said it out loud but I said it quietly, that I was like, okay, but all of this is not gonna matter in four seconds when really he uh, does. Then, it. Then walks up and just like undoes this all with the infinity. Like, it's like, because I've seen the ending of Doctor Strange. Yeah. So I know how the, the time gem works. And then it was the same thing with the um the scene between uh, Gamora and Star-Lord, which is like, Peter, you promised! I'm just like, okay, but you just, literally just showed how the reality gem worked when like they had Dra- Drax and Mantis fall into like whatever. Yep. And like, so when he squeezes the trigger and it's bubbles, I'm like, because that's the fucking <laughs> reality gem! Like,
0: that's the whole point <laughs> of that thing that he's got on him.
1: I was like, how the fuck does nobody get this besides me? Because I'm like... That's why I didn't really bite down to use wrestling parlance. I didn't really bite down on those near falls. That so was just like, yeah. I, I I know they're gonna undo. They this the next like,
0: few where seconds. everyone's freaking out that Peter Quill is gonna punch him in the face. Which, to be fair, that was a phenomenal character moment. But you're yeah. like, yeah, they're not getting that gauntlet off. I don't care what they're yeah. they're and even if they do, he's getting it back in instantly because we're two mi- two hours into this movie and something's gonna happen.
1: Well, my whole thing with that was like people were not, like, um, I had actually mentioned that to somebody, where they're just like. Um, what would have happened if they did? I'm like, well, theoretically, I mean, they already established in this universe. Cause in, in the regular Marvel universe, anyone can handle an infinity gem. Like yeah. it doesn't make a fucking difference. Yeah. They established in this, that like, the only reason Peter Quill was able to handle the fucking, um, that version of the power gem mm-hmm. and not die was because he was only half like Earthman and half, uh, celestial. Yeah and then shared the burden hmm. um and then like you had shown like the ether uh the red the reality gem almost kills jane foster in dark world like it's basically like all the gems are basically like, the tesseract
0: them. holds the stone so you're not actually yeah dealing with it yeah.
1: um so it's like so theoretically like let's say they get it off like how do you know that doesn't just kill them all in some way like
0: that's true because I, uh yeah. so i mean the gauntlet was specifically made to harness the power so as long as they're just dealing well, with yeah, the gauntlet
1: but, it, but, but it, but for a guy who's
0: a titan. Oh yeah, it. that's true. Yeah, that'd be funny. That would actually be a really funny scene. Like that, they could, it wouldn't have been a good time for humor. But like they rip it off, and like Peter Parker walks over, Spider Man goes, and picks it up, and it just kind of like covers his whole arm. It just kind of falls <laughs> yeah, on his entire. It wouldn't have been worked for what it was going for, but that could have been funny. I have to keep writing stuff down because I'm I want to talk about it, but I'm getting too excited about other stuff. So let me cross the first one off. Okay. Uh, let's go. Yeah, I'll come back to that. We're gonna go off it and just talk success for a second. So you've seen every record that this movie owns now, right? Yeah. It yeah. Got, it hit one billion dollars in eleven days, a day faster okay. than uh, Force Awakens, and yep. is now the fastest to ever do it. Uh, and it had the largest opening weekend of all time with six hundred and fifty million dollars worldwide. Worldwide, yes. Yeah. Sorry, not not in not nation nationally. Nationally, there it is. Um. <laughs> and all nationally of that...
1: it did beat star wars but it was just it wasn't it wasn't 600 something million it was like 250 something. yeah
0: so it, so it owns the record for nationally and domestically and internationally yeah. it owns the fastest to a billion it owns all that it also did all of that without opening in china at all yeah so enough. so first off that's that's absolute insanity star wars did open in china they had the whole globe at their disposal and that's cool yeah. so that's ridiculous do you think this will be the first two billion dollar film
1: i mean we'll see <laughs> uh, i mean how many like, more times are you
0: gonna go watch it uh i've already
1: seen it twice i'll probably see it i'm, I'm almost definitely i've already made plans to see it on sunday again with Alyssa. Yeah. so like i was going um, to go watch it wouldn't surprise it me today. if i saw it a fourth time so. after
0: i got done recording with dj i was gonna go today and then you said hey let's do it today instead and i was like yeah i'll see it next week so i I definitely plan on watching again, maybe when I'm in San Antonio um, and we've got our free day, I'll just be like, hey, Chance, want to go watch Infinity War? Whatever. Um, I, it, it, when I went to the theater, because I went late, I was like freaking five, seven, six, six days after it had, uh, came out on its Thursday night releases. The dude was like, hey, what, how, You know, which time is this? I was like, what? He's like, yeah, how many times have you seen it? No, I've, I've only, uh, this is the first time. I'm really excited. Oh, okay. Everybody that comes in has seen it probably two or three times. Like. People are freaking binging. Everyone at work has seen it twice. Like people are going insane. But
1: yeah, I mean, I definitely saw it twice within the first. I saw it Thursday, and I think yeah, Thursday and Sunday the week it came out.
0: Oh, okay, so you saw it right fresh back to back, not so much like spread yeah. it out. What this is a purely my own. So my friend Jake uh, holds holds a theory that.
1: He's the one that was in the last episode where I wanted to punch him in the dick the entire time, yeah, right? Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to
0: that at the end of this episode. Yeah, that'll <laughs> okay. be, because I did say I wanted to talk about that. So, okay. he holds a theory that um, the Dark Knight would not have done as good if Heath Ledger hadn't died. Which I disagree with. But, oh, I'm sorry, you want um, to let you go. I don't know,
1: that's like, what the that, like, other thing? I don't think it would have gotten nominated for um, Best Supporting Actor and definitely wouldn't have won if it hadn't been for Heath Ledger Dying. I still feel like it would have made a fuck ton of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like, I don't know if it would have made as much money, but I definitely, I mean, because the whole thing was, like, Batman Begins made good money, but it made so much more from people, like, watching it and realizing how good it was. I think people were so burned out on Batman that, like, in the theater people didn't, really go. And it was on TV. It was, like, the whole thing with, like, X-Men versus X-Men 2. Like, X-Men made money, but X-2 made a lot of fucking money. And that was because, like, people might necessarily want to see something in theaters, like they'll catch it on DVD or they'll catch it on TV and they'll be end up being like, wow, that's really fucking good. And it's like when they're like, oh, hey, we're doing the second one. They're Like, oh, shit. And yeah. then, like, they'll oh, go my, to God, theater my God, see this one
0: now. So that's so, yeah, so. that's what I, I, I think it would have affected it. But minimally, like yeah. the opening would have been smaller, but the overall gross would have been similar because people would have yeah. the word of mouth of how good that movie is. It was unstoppable. Regardless, yeah. alleged that movie is yeah. one of the best superhero movies ever. Um, oh, yeah, no.
1: I think the only thing that really was affected was, like, I was like, I don't think Ledger would have won a posthumous Oscar. Yes, that... For playing the Joker otherwise. Yeah. Like, I... he would I... have gotten a lot of praise. Yeah. But it's just, like, it'd be, like, the praise that, like, Downey gets for being, uh, Tony Stark yeah. or, like, whatever. It like, just, like, he, like Ryan Reynolds
0: for being, Deadpool. uh, like,
1: like, if Ryan Reynolds died after Deadpool, he might, he'd probably get nominated for a fucking Oscar, yeah, too. Right. But, Did like, you see hey, he's
0: saying that there's not gonna be a third one?
1: Yeah, he was saying it'd be X-Force now on. Well, also, the thing is, I think what they're going to do, because the rumor is that basically Feige is basically like banking on the Fox deal going through. Mm-hmm. And then basically his plan for phase four is basically like, uh, Four, X-Men and Deadpool. So that's another factor. It's like, I don't a new think
0: version of the, like w- wipe out the old Avengers and start something fresh sort of thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know. I, I think he might use Deadpool character, but he necessarily wouldn't. Damn. I, I, don't think they, I don't think they would fuck up a winning team. How I think they would
0: still keep, like, <laughs> great would it be to watch Deadpool stroll into Wakanda? That would oh be no, shit. cool! Like that would be insanity, huh. or like have him go back and forth all the stretchy jokes about Mister Fantastic. They're endless. Um, which, by the way, Deadpool versus Old Man Logan, or yeah, versus Old Man Logan, hasn't been out in a while. I liked that story. That's bumming me out. I'm gonna look that up. Anyways, so the reason I bring that up was because I have a personal theory of my own. Uh, this movie would make it would break records no matter what. I'm not denying that. But I do not think opening weekend would have been as big as it was if Black Panther wasn't the second most successful Marvel movie of all time.
1: I mean, they definitely whet the appetite. But at the same time, I don't I, I don't think there's any universe where the Avengers movie that is the culmination of all the fucking Marvel movies you've seen, mm-hmm. or even haven't seen, yep. for like 10 fucking years. I don't think there's any culmination of that. Because like, I, I feel like, like the first Avengers sold a lot of fucking people who didn't... I knew people... I remember there was like a day, the day I think after Avengers opened, um, I was doing zombie uh, makeup tests yep. uh, at my friend's house, and she and her friend that was also doing the makeup stuff um, had no interest. Like there were just like horror people; they didn't give a shit about uh, comics at all or anything. But they both saw Avengers and they both really liked it. They was wouldn't show up about it. So like my whole thing is, I feel like a lot of people saw Avengers that wouldn't necessarily go. Normally, which is why I made so much fucking money, is so like it's so fucking cool this is happening. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you've seen not only Black Panther, but if you've seen, like, Civil War, if you've seen, like, like anything you've seen, if you've seen everything, then hell yes, you're going. But if, even if you've seen, like, let's say even, like, three or four, maybe, mm-hmm. A of like all the movies that have come out. You're still like holy shit! Like this is like the biggest fucking thing. It's, like we have the Guardians, we have the Avengers, or we have like fucking Doctor Strange. It's, like it's like even characters you don't give a shit about. You're just like holy shit! They're all together. Like it's like it's it's like what I saw that like six years ago, but bigger. Like holy shit!
0: The one thing so I was like... noticing though, the one thing that I was had had slight trouble with was the trailer for Infinity War played up Wakanda so hard because of how successful Black Panther was. Like. Remember how good that was? But, now, what but, if Captain but, America but showed up?
1: In fairness, the original trailers. Because I even said I told somebody um, I had watched the. Because um, that trailer, the original trailer with Wakanda and everything, came out Comic-Con. way before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was way before uh, Black Panther, mm-hmm. and um, like when I watched that trailer, like, yeah, it's cool. But then you watch, you watch it after you see Black Panther. And it's like, holy shit, like, now it's so much more badass because you have, like, at the time, you don't know how badass, like, the Dora Milaje are, yeah. but when you see, I can't remember, like, Okoye? Yeah. Yep. Uh, running alongside Black Panther, running alongside Captain America and the Hulk, it's like, oh my god, this is so fucking amazing! Like, it was already cool, but you made it that much more amazing. So definitely mm-hmm. enhanced it, okay. but I don't necessarily think that it was just like, it was necessarily like causal i don't think it was necessarily cause and effect okay you
0: sold me you turned me around on this i I just i definitely think it helped but i I can understand i I think a lot of
1: people that went to i I mean i think a lot of people went to black panther that didn't i i think i talked to kevin about it i can't remember i don't think we ever know we never recorded about it no um but there was like one time where i was like the first time i went to black panther was like it was an audience full of like whatever like nerds whatever but i know i did notice there was a lot more um black people especially black kids there that are normally there I was like, oh, That's, that's fucking cool!" I already said that. I was like, "That's fucking cool that that's happening." The best thing was I went two days later, three days later, on my birthday, which was that Sunday, uh. and I went with Alyssa, and there was this row of like um, older black women sitting like the row ahead of us. And I was like, <laughs> "I don't remember seeing you in Age of Ultron." Like, yeah. It's just like it's like I don't think that that movie had fucking reach. You know, so that, like, movie, that movie. Was so actually, like, a good.
0: So Franny's been doing this modeling thing. We went to a photo shoot last weekend, and she was doing her photo shoot. And when she was done getting her stuff around, I'm just chit chatting with the guy. He's like fifty, heavy set black man. He was super friendly, super funny, and uh, he's asking me what I'm doing. I'm reading uh, Animal Man on my iPad. I'm like, oh, I'm reading comics. We get chit chat, and he non comic book fan. Just went off about how great Black Panther was, and I was like, "Yeah, I thought it was great." I'm talking about this. I'm talking about that. Uh, I I asked him about the White Wolf scene at the end, and he's just and he basically stopped and was just. He spent a solid, which this opened my eyes a little bit. I knew this movie was important for Black people. I'm not getting around that, but he went on for a solid ten minutes about how he'd never seen a black blockbuster like that. Like the amount of, uh just in your faceness of blackness i guess is the way to say it there's two white characters in the whole movie and that's and and you don't even need those well you do for the story but you don't even need those like pure black cast phenomenal acting big budget great special effects great story he went on and on about how he's been waiting to see this movie and i was like this guy didn't like comics i was like holy shit like i thought just people who wanted to see a guy in a panther suit shred people alive was I thought that's what this movie was about, and I was dead wrong. Man, I am, and just white privilege. But that's not the point. I don't. I'm, okay.
1: Oh no, I did it to my friend. I have a friend who, um, he's obviously he's a black dude, and um, I had said to him, I was just like, I don't even know what it's like to because there's like a whole thing where like um, people would ask Martin Freeman like on the set like what's it like that he and Andy Serkis are the only two white people, and he's just like you think this is what black guys have to go through all the time? Like, <laughs> it's just, like, um, but it's, like, I had even said, like, I said, like, um, I was just, like, I don't know what it's like to basically, because, I mean, I, I, again, it's, like, I, I can only see, through, like, see the world through, like, yeah, my own keyhole. I've watched Con
0: Air a bunch, so and I, that's a whole bunch of whiteies.
1: <laughs> so it's, like, I don't know what that's like to, like, have to, like, spend, how that long in your life before you have this. So, like, and then, like, I like so to like, so the fact that like black kids have this to grow up with is fucking amazing, mm-hmm. like because like I remember there was like a story that like um the reason that a Jaiman Hansu did uh Guardians of the Galaxy I guess was because his son um said he wanted to be light skinned because Spider Man was light skinned, and he was just like that's so fucking like that that's heartbreaking. And I was just like, the fact that now you have this where it's like, not only is T'Challa like a strong black character, but like Mbaku and like Okoye and like uh, Nakia, there's, like there's not a weak through, person in the character. Yeah, it's
0: insane. Yeah.
1: So it's like, so to me, it was just like that that's the thing I can't even think about that. But then like my my friend was just like, he's like, but it's not even just that, dude. It's like the fact that like it's African culture, which you never fucking see, ever. Like, it's not only not, really not in mainstream movies, but, like, in movies. Like, yeah. you barely ever see that, ever. Like, usually if you're showing, like, the black experience, it's, like, so like slavery era. Or like the fact they're actually going bullshit, to... Like,
0: around yeah. here, like, the most stereotypical.
1: Yeah. And like the fact that it's, like, not only is it African culture, but it's also being presented in a very, like, positive manner is yeah. fucking amazing. And I was like, yeah, I don't even know... I, I honestly can't even, imagine what that's like to not have that until now so that's fucking cool as shit to me like that's why i was really like and and also i just love the movie it was funny Is like kevin and i have the exact opposite reactions between ragnarok and black panther we left uh ragnarok and he's just like it's the best fucking movie ever i was like yeah it's good and then like uh we we left black panther i'm like it's the best fucking movie ever he's just like yeah, it was it was good. And it's like, okay, so we' completely we are completely opposite paths here. Yeah,
0: we, like, don't, we don't see I die, which I texted him after Black Panther because I had a similar to him reaction to both of them., um, which was on first viewing. on I haven't seen Black Panther twice, but it's one of those movies that.
1: Oh, I've seen it a few times.
0: Yeah, I walked out or of the theater. I already have it. Dennison bought it like the day of, and it's in my digital. When I walked out of that movie, it was one of those movies where I was like, that was what was that was kind of trash. I I don't get what all the hubbub was about. Thirty minutes later, yeah, that scene was pretty freaking awesome. Two hours later, oh god, I forgot that was. Can you believe they put that in a movie? Two days later, okay, that was one of the best Marvel movies. I get it. Like it took me a no, while. Yeah, it I, was a slow burn.
1: Well, thing, like the one thing I will say for Ryan Coogler right now is Ryan Coogler is kind of in the position that. Um, I can't even think about anybody else like recently. I guess maybe like Christopher Nolan for a while. I mean, it's not really—he's not there anymore. But we're like every movie he makes is better than the last. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, until you fall off, dude, I'm expecting big motherfucking things. Because like he's
0: the one who made that that uh, movie on Netflix with the young black kids.
1: He made Fruitvale Station uh, about the death of uh, Oscar. I can't remember his last name um and then he made creed yeah and then he made this oh,
0: okay and i was like not what i'm thinking
1: everyone of. he has made has been better than last so i was like if you can top this mm-hmm. like i'm down to see that bro like if you can't that's i understand because you set the bar really they also high. told
0: him they they gave him all the time in the world they're like take your time you're making the sequel yeah no, yeah no rush no rush <laughs>
1: which which is why he dropped out of creed 2 i guess but like oh, whatever <laughs> oh no,
0: yeah creed 2 is supposed to be what what coming up soon that? yeah it's like in the, i think it's later this year damn okay i did not know that but that makes sense i mean this is a more monumental kind of moment for him as opposed to yeah creed creed was a great movie but it was also kind of like most people haven't seen it that i know um whereas black panther obviously is is your chance yeah. to just continue this sort of over-the-top success that you you'll have a, a name forever as you know one of those big moments in not only superhero movies but like Black culture, which is cool.
1: But yeah, you know, the thing that, speaking of that, is really cool is that Black Panther was one of the ones that was like basically blinked out of existence by Thanos. Yep. But Okoye wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I don't even know what the fuck that's going to be in the next movie, but I know it's going to be fucking badass. Because, like, one of my favorite moments in uh, Infinity War was where it's like proximate Midnight gets her ass kicked by the combined might of Okoye, Black Widow, and Scarlet Witch. Oh my Witch. god, that and was I'm just so ball- like is- Mostly just oh, yeah. Black
0: Widow and Okoye just going yeah. freaking balls to the wall on her. Yeah. Which, uh, that, okay, yeah, okay, hold on. Uh, Black- <laughs> I'd I have to write it down. Um <laughs> So let's get back to the movie then, because that was a big moment that I had problem with at first, and then my buddy talked me down. Like, when I first saw the scene where Vision and Scarlet Witch are getting just destroyed by those two kids, well, kids of Thanos, they're not actually kids. I
1: mean, I would say, they're Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight, yeah. like, the Jesus Christ, they're, Kevin. They're, they're, like... the kids, they're the kids
0: of Thanos. Um when they're getting their butts kicked and then cap falcon and scarlet witch three normal people are able to get them away i was like what the? Sh-? no she's a he's a the most badass android you know how much i like vision and she's scarlet witch and they couldn't handle it but these normal people what and then my buddy well, also
1: they had the benefit of not being of not being prepared they were <laughs> unprepared
0: you also go exactly. from three to two or two to two sorry to five to two and you instantly yeah. get the upper hand, and they're fresh, and they haven't been getting thrown. Around. He talked me off that ledge, but that got me at first. But we're already, yeah, we're already moving in time. It's so it's so easy to talk about this movie. So monumental moments in this movie. There's a, t- a dozen of them. I have more I want to talk to, but I wrote two down immediately. One's quick, and others of not.
1: Well, like my favorite thing, and I never knew how much I wanted it until it happened, is the team up of Winter Soldier and Rocket Raccoon. That's like, like, I'm
0: going to get me that arm. Like, I, like, well, like, I, I, like, yeah, like so <laughs>
1: Well, like just like the whole thing, like, they're both shooting, and then he realizes it's like we cover more grounds, because he just, like, grabs exactly. a raccoon, raccoon!" They're both like for like a second, like "Ah!" They're just like both shooting <laughs> in other directions. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I didn't know how much I wanted that until it happened. I did
0: want to see uh, <laughs> that arm have some sort of Wakanda enhancements, though, because they 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 I call think it him. Did, it probably did, but they don't really show it like over the top. Like, hey, he's got some sort of cool cybernetic beef up because they call him White Wolf like four times. Come on.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, Shuri presumably did something. She rebuilt the armor, yeah, and tracks. it
0: looks different. It's got like the orange yeah. inlay or gold inlay. In Which the I black. do,
1: I do miss the fucking star. But yes. I, that's just, that's the purest. Of me. Exactly.
0: That's just a comic thing. But they call him White Wolf a ton of times. I really thought we were going to see some sort of weaponry on him that wasn't just you know Winter Soldier with a gun. But I, just, we got time. I mean,
1: they don't have a lot of. They don't have like a lot of, like. There's there's only a lot
0: of things you can call
1: <laughs> like, it like hey one white guy in
0: Wakanda <laughs> how just, are you Bucky you call, I don't like <laughs> it I don't like they're objectifying the one white man okay it's really disrespectful is what I'm saying uh, but anyways I thought that maybe it will there's still time they could in they could slowly work that into like part of his character giving him all this cool stuff but the part that I was saying that was a quick thing I. When they start charging at the weird, do those alien things have a name in Wakanda?
1: Okay. I, I, I called them on our podcast, Not Brood. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because rare. I was like, the same way that Chitari were not scrolls. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just like, it's these creatures are not brood. Okay. Like they look exactly like a brood. And Kevin was just like, holy fuck, that makes sense. All right. I'm less pissed off now. <laughs> and I was just like, all right.
0: So when the Not Brood are charging and all of Wakanda and these heroes are, are running down, the minute that it does, it's a short little thing. But the minute you see Cap and Black Panther like, well, I ahead of almost the pack, cried. I was I'm like, not even gonna lie. holy I... shit! Like they're running at sixty miles an hour, just vroom through. Yeah. That was that was the
1: only, that was the only like because I never bit down. As like I said, I never bit down near falls. Like, I didn't bite on uh, when they were gonna kill uh, Vision. I didn't bite when they were gonna like kill Gamora. But when they fucking like that moment when you have Cap and uh, Black Panther. Just bombing across the field. I literally told my girlfriend, I literally, it was kind of like when Kevin was talking about, like, um, when we saw Spider Man, where he had to hold his breath to keep from sobbing Uh when they first started doing, like, friendly neighborhood stuff. He was like, I wanted to see this for so long, and it's finally happening. It was kind of the same thing, where it's just like, as soon as I saw Captain Black Panther just bombing across that fucking field, I literally, I I, even think about it right now, I have to keep myself from, like, choking up. I'm just like, I just, it's something that I've wanted for so it long, looked, and they gave it to me. It was like... so
0: perfect, too. Like you could have, yeah. you could have forgot that and just had them stick with the pack. You could have had them already down fighting and like skipped the thing, but to show them leading, oh, it was so cool! It was so oh, totally. cool. But totally. the other one, uh, on top of the whole list of them, what? Oh God, now I want to talk about Thor. No, it's not Thor. The Red Skull reveal. I yes, out loud in the DJ had to shush me. I was like holy shit, that's Red Skull. And DJ's like, shut up, man. Come on, we're watching. I, I never, I never guessed. There was an audible that.
1: gasp in the theater I was in. There was an audible gasp the second that people saw it was Red Skull. Although I was thinking it was funny, was um, Kevin's girlfriend, Gina, mm. who is not really like, doesn't really, I think the only comic book she's read that I can think of is like, Kevin got her in Marvel, and she really liked that. Yep. Um, but, um, so like when he came out and like everybody like, audibly like gasps, um she was like who's that <laughs> and kevin's like uh, and kevin's like it's earth mall and she's like oh I was like, I'm, just, I'm kidding."
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh that makes sense red face got it Uh, that's just rude
1: <laughs> but no it was nice because it finally it finally fucking validates something i've been saying since first fucking avenger yeah. which was i was like he did not die like, they clearly show the background chain he yeah. clearly went somewhere yeah. And then, like, they never touched it again.
0: And I was like, son of a bitch! And they did it um, perfectly. I mean, even without fully oh, yeah. explaining what happened, you can kind of insinuate, obviously the stones are all connected. So he fucked with the stone, and the stone's making him pay for it. Yeah. It's 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 incredible. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. That whole scene, actually, like, as far as, you know, Thanos' story and whatnot, that whole scene of, of getting up there, the sacrifice, like, I thought that that could have been easily... Who, who Whoever wrote this movie? Russos? They they did this movie? The, the Russos
1: didn't direct yeah, it. They did. It was, uh, it was um, Marcus McFeely, right, uh, the guys yeah. who did Civil War and did... That Guy, and-
0: those guys, whoever wrote this movie, that could have been one of the corniest scenes ever. That could have just been like an ultimate cheese fest where, okay, sure, yeah, it's emotional. No. Head to toe incredible. You're like... You get first, you get blown away by the fact that they're actually there because you thought maybe Gamora would lie. Then you get blown away by the Red Skull reveal. Then you get blown away by the fact that Gamora thinks she's finally got the upper hand. Then you get blown away with emotion. Then he gets this. It's just never. It was that is the best scene in that whole movie for me. Not like the most incredible, but like the most powerful because there's a lot of good stuff. Iron Man trying to get rid of uh, Spider-Man when they're going up onto the ship was great.
1: Oh, and I do love, like, the little thing where it's just, like, they. <laughs> every heart? time Peter talks about a movie from my childhood, it hurts me. Where it's just, like, remember
0: that really old movie, <laughs> <Yeah>. Aliens? <laughs> then... You're not allowed to talk
1: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, no more film references. No more pop culture references. Who is this, your and lord? I just, like...
0: The Doctor Strange-Tony uh, Stark dynamic is flawless. Oh,
1: yeah, know. I literally at one
0: point, I was like, oh, hey, Sherlock versus Sherlock. Yeah, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> it was great. Uh, but <laughs> the other moment that I talked about... Maybe with you. I definitely talked about it with every other fan. Thor Ragnarok did what no other movie has been able to do so far, and it turned Thor into the God of Thunder. It turned him into the most, the trump card. This movie. I've literally hammered I've it had home this fucking argument.
1: <laughs> I've had this argument with three fucking people now. Well, let's make like, it four. <laughs> I love, okay, don't get me wrong. I love Thor. I love the way he's presented in uh, Ragnarok. I love the way he's presented in this. But I was like, Thor was never not fucking Thor to me. Like, it just like, yeah, he is a cool arc. But to me, Thor was always as badass as he is right now. Like, maybe you didn't think it. I didn't maybe, like, it, no. Sean Irish didn't think it. I always knew that's like he was like, the two heaviest hitters in the Avengers. In most cases, are Hulk and Thor. Oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. that was never not the case. Yeah.
0: Well, no, so it was never not the case. He was always the strongest sort of. But they decided uh, the first Avengers shows him lightning blasting a bunch of the Chitauri, Uh and that was cool. The second one doesn't show his lightning as much. I mean, just besides the bringing Vision to life, um, it instead showed him just swinging a heavy piece of metal like over and over again just hey thor you're just gonna kind of punch things and you're gonna fly through them and you're gonna punch well, that's
1: what he does that's what he does more than he does with the lightning no he his it, it definitely <laughs>
0: is but that gives you the uh, like impression of yeah captain america is also punching through things iron man is also punching through things like everybody's punching and it's cool but you've got more in your bag ragnarok obviously when they took his hammer away they did a great job of saying that Thor was all broken up and all that, and he's being a crying little whiny little punk, and he's talking about how without his hammer he's nothing, and Odin tells him, no, you're not... (laughs) What are you, the god of hammers? Uh, And that started to change, and then he goes all Raiden on him on the bridge fight, which was... He he does an exact Raiden move with the spin lightning dive. And then this movie, having him freak out about the ha- the sword kind of undid the whole you don't need a weapon thing but it was for a specific reason he was looking for the only thing that could kill him because he knows he can't do it by hand and to have him when he shows up in wakanda changes the game and just in an insane way he from the lightning blast to every what does hulk say uh, uh bruce banner screams out he says something like oh shit he he yells out the minute uh, Thor's beam is coming through. He yells something out that was really funny, like, oh, you're all in it now, or you're all in for it now, or some yeah. sort of funny shit. And then he just is wiping them out, lightning, lightning. And to have him deal a death strike to five infinity stones was... That is a power level beyond what they've shown in any character, including Thanos this whole movie. He goes straight... Oh, man. I When that happened, I knew Thanos wasn't dead. I thought maybe... Honestly, I thought it was going to be a reality stone thing where he just wasn't him and it was a clone or a duplicate or some shit, but that you should have aimed for the head. Oh my God. When he said that line, I was like, holy fuck. Wait, that was real. I, I completely forgot the fact that everyone was dying right then or disappearing. And I just went to wait. So that was real. He just charged through the power of five stones. No, that's even a little too OP for Thor. That's you. You kind of went a step too far for me, but I'm sold. I am completely (laughs) sold on this.
1: Oh, Chris. I don't know. I mean, for me, it's like, again, I get. I never, I never, I mean, I feel like I also, it's funny because it's like, so different. Because like, when I was, I said before, like on this podcast, and I was, and like the ungifted punksters, where, like, when I was a kid, I did not give a fuck about Thor. I just liked him as kind of a heavy hitter kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I read Michael Avon Omings, because I was reading Avengers Assembled, and I was just like, which is Bendis's, kind of the start of Bendis's Marvel run mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I Maybe mean, it was sort of at least his main universe run. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, where the fuck is Thor? Like Thor, like, I feel like would he he would have a fucking major like part in this battle. And then I saw the, the tie, and I'm like, I never read tie-ins, but I was like, fuck it, I'll read this tie in. And it's fucking amazing. It's literally it's Ragnarok. It's like the story of Ragnarok in comic form. And I was like, this is really fucking cool. And then I ended up reading like um O Ming's like Blood Oath and stuff like that. And I kind of looked, and then that guy started, then then from there, like when uh Sřinski took over. Um, and, like, did that series, and that was fucking amazing, one of my favorite books ever. So, like, I've always, like, I've, for the last, at least, like, I don't know, at least the last, like, ten years, I don't remember, like, whenever I got back into comics to now, um, I really, really liked Thor a lot. So, like, for me, like, from the jump, I've liked everything they've done with Thor. I I, I think it's funny, is like, because that was to me, was the easiest one to fuck up. Yeah. And I feel like they, it's just, like, but at the same time, it's funny how they even talk about, like, um... When they made Thor, it was a huge risk. That's why it's like so fucking like they try to ground it in reality. They're just like, it's like oh, they're not gods, like they're yeah. aliens and blah blah. They just age They were, like, they were, they were so piss scared of doing like actual comic book shit until they realized that with Thor and Avengers, that people were like people would accept just comic book shit. Yeah. Like it just like it was okay. And then like from there, that's why that's how you can get to like Ragnarok because like. And you, there's no way you could have started with Ragnarok. No, like, yeah. Once you've done, like, the groundwork. established this, yeah. Even so, Loki like, to me, gets I
0: never... more and more, you get to see more and more Loki. At first, he's just a clever yeah. god that's just doing his thing around the game. And then all of a sudden, he's conjuring stuff and casting spells and transforming and shit. And you're like, wait, what? What, what? Ah. But, <laughs> that's why, like, I don't, like, I literally said, like, in the theater,
1: because, like, when Loki first, like, I'm doing the air quotes, <laughs> yeah. uh, dies, is like like Alyssa started crying. I'm like, he's not dead. <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean? Like, they just said no resurrections. I'm like, yeah. And they fucking made me buy it in Dark World. Like it's never gonna happen again. <laughs> like I was just like, until like, pretty much until either I'm dead or Tom Hiddleston is. I refuse to believe that Loki is gone. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, and even if
0: he is actually dead, he's clear. Anyone who went into this movie thinking whoever died died was just a very casual fan. You, the, it's a two part well, movie. no, I think I definitely
1: think Heimdall is gone. Like I think because he, Heimdall died pretty definitively, like a sword through the fucking Okay, park, so he
0: didn't. Down. Yeah, he didn't disappear. He died, died. Oh, I guess you know what? Maybe I'm being too judgmental because I'm I'm envisioning all of the deaths in the same way. But no, they died w- well in Shit, even Vision might be dead for good, which really pains oh. me to say. Well, Bettany- Vision. My thing with Vision is
1: what I think they might do, and I could be wrong. Um easily they could do the whole thing they've done in the comics they because he, he got literally ripped in half yeah. in Avengers Disassembled. Yeah. He got disassembled. Avengers <laughs> um and like he's back. But at the same time, like you could also do the whole thing where there was um a storyline, which you did to build to a lot, but um where basically uh there was this whole thing with young Avengers that happened like right after um disassembled, where basically there was like a, um like a protocol in somewhere in like the databanks. We're basically, like, um, kind of the kids who would be kind of the next generation would get kind of called to step up. Mm. And um, the person who kind of put them all together was Iron Lad. And you, you find out later that Iron Lad is actually a younger version of Kang the Conqueror. Okay. Um, just time displaced. Yeah. And at one point, Iron Lad ends up, because he has to basically go back in time to basically fix the timeline, but at another point, his brain patterns get copied and it becomes basically kid Vision. And so for a while you had Vision, but it was just it wasn't the same Vision, but it was Vision. So just like I'm down for that too. Like if you just do like not necessarily Paul Bettany playing Vision, but you do like a younger version of Vision with somebody else, I'm down with that. I'm also down for them to bring back Paul Bettany if yeah. they want to like sti- undo he's, it. he's he's
0: got two movies left, uh, according to what I yeah. read on a thing. he's got so there's a very good chance that they just bring him back as Jarvis again. Like Tony's like I I brought him. I know he has the whatever her name is now, but he could bring back Jarvis. Right. Um but you could also do a time, so my biggest, my running theory that I am actually holding on to, I've got all these fun ones, is that they're gonna get a hold of the gauntlet and, and not necessarily flip everyone back, I think they're gonna rewind time back to where everyone's alive and find a way to like displace Thanos and just be like, ah, now you can't do it you little bitch ass bitch, and just undo everything, which could be cool, it also could be a super cop out, I don't know. I don't
1: know. I still think they're going to do Secret War. I could be wrong, but Se- I mean, Secret War is,
0: is super ambitious and would be insane. I bought it, or wait, which I'm, I bought Secret Empire. Is the, they're different? Yeah, it's a different thing. Okay. Yes. Well then, I need to find Secret War because I bu- I definitely bought Secret Empire on the uh, Comicsology sale. Um, I the only problem I have with that is it does feel a little cheap. Like if you bring everyone back with the gauntlet, like if they're in a battleground, or if you do Secret War, that that has more of a payoff because. You're never felt like you wasted your time. If you never watched the movie, the timeline in the Marvel universe is the same. If they just rewind time, so
1: I don't want the no, no, no. Watched, I don't like, want the, I that's like what I'm it, saying. If, if I feel it doesn't, like it if it, could be uh, cheap. yeah, no. I, I want it to like uh, yeah, no. I want it. I want it all to matter, and I want there to be like consequences.
0: Yeah. So if if Vision's really dead, shouts out to my shouts out to my uh, fifth favorite superhero of all time. If Vision's really dead. I'll deal with it, because it makes sense, and he only came alive because of the stone, and I get all that. I, I will deal. But I would really prefer it if he was alive at any costs. Just eh. I, I agree. Because a, it's a Thor thing. They, barely, they only show him phasing through an enemy once in Ultron when he just rips a guy in half. He walks through one wall. Uh, they show his body being able to turn from android to human. I want to see Vision doing Vision stuff, not shooting roads out the sky on accident. He wouldn't do that. Just, uh, I just want to see him.
1: Well, I mean, I also want to see it because in, in talking to the Young Avengers thing was... Um... One of the big parts of Young Avengers that kind of tied back to House of M was there was a whole thing in the comics where basically at one point um, Vision and Wanda had twin boys, and um, it was basically it was figured out that basically they weren't real. They were basically people weren't really not aware of the level of power of level of power that Wanda was wielding. This movie did Scarlet she it's was able really to, cool. Well, I'm just saying, so like she literally created life, yeah. and then basically they had to basically tell her that they weren't real, but those souls still existed. And so um the kids basically the, the souls got put into other humans and then they basically so Scarlet Witch's kids are still basically grown up, but it's just it's now it's uh Speed and uh Wiccan, who are like it's uh Billy Kaplan and, and Tommy, I can't remember the last name. But um they still exist because those souls still exist. They just aren't like those they don't they don't those particular kids. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I really would like to see Vision and Scarlet Witch's kids. And I was like I even said to Kevin, I was like, you know, even ballsier.
0: Mephisto. If
1: Avengers, Avengers four is uh is uh, House of M. <laughs>
0: What's that?
1: I was just like, uh the story was basically like um this would be a huge spoiler if you haven't read it, but um basically uh spoiler alert! uh everybody is kind of it's like basically Holy shit, you're wearing a secret Wars shirt. Nice. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Sorry, um, go keep going.
1: What um basically they're trying to determine what to do with Wanda mm-hmm. And at one point, when they basically finally make the, they make the whole idea to kill Wanda, it's kind of everybody kind of ends up waking up in like kind of this perfect world where it's like Spider-Man is like married to Gwen, they have a child, Uncle Ben's still alive, blah blah blah. He's like the most famous guy in the world; everybody loves him. Like Wolverine is basically Nick Fury. It's like everybody gets their like fondest wish. Mm-hmm. And at some point, they figured out that things are in fact too good to be true, and it's all Wanda basically like she created this whole thing on Quicksilver's basic suggestion. And at the end of it basically Wanda um, gets, she says, no more mutants. And that's what wipes out all but 200 mutants on Earth um, was the fact that, again, her power was not even, nobody knew how strong she was until it finally kind of got there. Mm. But the whole thing is basically like, what if your uh, House of, like what if your Avengers 4 is basically like, wanda kind of blinks everybody into like a perfect fucking universe that we have to kind of claw our way out of <laughs> like that was like... would be
0: crazy because she like <laughs> can't cope with lo- wait she didn't disappear no she didn't disappear yeah she can't cope with like every you know what happened and she's just like well you know what you've got the infinity uh, gauntlet i'm also badass whoop <laughs>
1: yeah exactly that would be cool so like we'll see We'll like we'll see what they do but like yeah that was my as i told kevin because kevin was just like I don't know if you can do that without the mutants. also, a friend of mine, my friend Steve Williams, um, had said like uh, his plan. He posted on Facebook um, was Avengers Four would be Miss um, Marvel or Captain Marvel um, coming back from space. And this is before we saw three. Yeah. Um, this was before Infinity War happened. But he said like basically the end of three. Basically, they beat Thanos, and um, Captain Marvel comes down and reveals that scrolls have made their way on Earth. Um, and replaced a ton of fucking characters. And Avengers four would be Secret Invasion, oh. and I was just like, I definitely think they're gonna do Secret
0: Invasion, but don't think they're gonna do it. Avengers four, <laughs> and then I've they been kind of proven right. Um, Secret Invasion love... can even be its own movie because you wouldn't have to cast everybody because you could make scroll versions of them. So it could be like <laughs> a Civil War esque like mini group movie.
1: I may mean, I think like, like Avengers maybe five or six would probably be Secret Invasion, yeah. but um. But no, like my whole thing was like that was actually one of my favorite things, for like the post credits, where like, um, we're basically like uh, where Nick Fury is basically using his space pager to contact uh, Captain Marvel. At first, I was like pager what the fuck and then kevin's like isn't this supposed to take place in the 90s i'm like oh yeah good call i guess the pinnacle technology in the 90s was
0: pager." and that's gonna be that movie i forgot about captain marvel she's so that completely throws off everything i think about four because i never think about that she's gonna be huge she's she's superman she's she's superman uh so oh god okay yeah that's getting me excited i'm ready for that that's gonna be cool yes all right all right enough's enough we're good we're to a tapped out i'm i could talk about Infinity War forever. That I have to see it again. It's slowly moving up my list of favorite movies, but it'll never crack the top three. It's pretty hard to beat uh, Winter Soldier, the first Avenger, and Iron Man. What's well, thing? Um, no, no, me, not Captain America, the first Avenger, the first Avengers. Yeah, I know, I, I know. Okay.
1: But like, um, mine got cracked because I went because uh, like a long time. It went um, like I didn't think it was crackable, but then like when Black Panther came out, now it's Winter Soldier, Black Panther, Guardians. Mm. And then I would say probably uh Infinity War probably number 4.
0: Damn. Yeah, it's it's if you haven't seen it, we just ruined so much of it. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you have seen it, go see it again cuz I do believe this movie could break 2 billion once it hits China and we keep I mean it's still made uh its second weekend was still like 200 million dollars in or uh, yeah. 100 million here and even more elsewhere. So it's it's freaking insanity. Otherwise, This has been Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And thanks for listening.